0: Apostrophe, I-T-W-I-T, H-T-A-N-N-Y, and J-E-N-N-Y, it with Danny and Jenny, doing it with Danny and Jenny, doing it with Danny, and Jenny. Yeah. It with Danny and Jenny, it's a revolution in podcasts. Hey, so... For me, like every week, I like to praise the great work of Eli Braden. But for this week, all I'm thinking about is truly one of my comedy heroes. Somebody I, you know, have, uh, um, was an inspiration to pretty much everybody from my generation who does comedy for a living. And so all I was thinking about was, oh, God, is this song good enough for this guy? That's how I felt. No offense, Eli. I don't know about yeah. You. No
1: offense, I felt the same way. I was like, "Should we even play it?" I'm I know.
0: So I feel like we're just pieces of <laughs> shit, and then we're gonna have. We this- are. <laughs> I mean, we just do we're. You know what? No, let's let's start over because I, not really, off. not legitimately. That was gold. What we
1: just did. That was. <laughs> it.
0: But but uh, but, uh, God, Jenny, you wanna? I mean, I'm gonna chime in on this introduction, but you go.
1: Yeah, for
0: it. no, go for it. Go for it. Okay, so i have got it's, it's a long up, but. I I didn't do that much with my, (laughs) my dad wasn't around a lot, but we, one time as a family in uh, 1980, it's like, well, let's have a movie night. And we went to see a movie and together, and it was, uh, uh, which was very rare. And it was one of those situations where I was even kind of bummed out because I had a family of five and we could only get four seats together. And so my dad in classic Doug Zucker (laughs) um, uh, uh, tradition said, "Uh, you're, you're, you know, you're old enough, you go sit by yourself. So I had to sit by myself through this movie and I didn't know what it was and it was. And it was Airplane. And I can think of no movie that I've watched more than Airplane. And I went to school that day and I talked about it. It changed my life and we'll talk more about it. And one of the three great minds behind that movie is with us and many others, comedy legend, David Zucker. Hey, the fuck. Is, it's going crazy. is this my introduction? Can I talk?
1: Yes, please.
2: Oh, okay. Uh, well, uh, that was a very nice introduction. Thank you very much. Although I don't think your theme song is good enough.
0: I, I knew you didn't. I could tell. <laughs> I could. Tell. I agree with you. This this isn't video, is it? This is just audio. Just audio. I mean, we'll yeah. we'll, we'll, put we can, some, yeah. we'll put some clips on there, so you know if don't you know try and keep your fingers out of your nose. As much as possible. Yeah, that's right. That's I, what I, I do. Or make it like yeah. the
1: jerk off motion when one of us is <laughs> talking. That typically happens a I, lot. <laughs> yeah,
0: I, I do uh, use that on occasion. Um, thank I you do. so much for um, uh, uh, doing this. You're the second uh, Zucker brother I've met. I got to meet your brother several years ago. I at he, when he was doing that National Banana website thing, oh, I, I was yeah. like, I wound up doing a little thing with him, and it was a, it was just a rare pleasure. So so thank you so much. Oh yeah, sure. We still speak. Oh, that's good. I'm glad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, Jerry, uh, Jerry and
2: Jim and I are still very close, uh, as you might imagine. Maybe you don't imagine. Oh,
1: yeah. Um, Jim Abrams and your And we're,
2: we're actually yeah. writing a book together right now. About It's called uh, Surely You Can't Be Serious. And it's and, uh, all about how we went from Milwaukee in 1971. And, you know, eight years later, we did airplane. And, and it's the, the whole story, which people don't really know—the story behind it, and it's, it it's, Well, that's you know, it's quite What I'm actually
1: fascinated by. Yeah, when, is, mean, when is this book supposed to come out?
2: Well, we're we're formatting it now so that we can hand, we can give it to an agent, and then we'll put it take it out to publishers, and then you know they say it takes like eight months or something. I don't know why it, the book is done. They, you know, we, we wanted to do this book. So they said, okay, you got to do a book proposal. So we couldn't do a book proposal or a sample chapter or any of that stuff.
0: So we just went ahead and wrote the book. I've done that with pilot pitches before. Like I, 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 I I can't, let me just write it and then just write it. Yeah. Yeah. So much easier. So I get it. And this book is full of pictures so that, uh, you know, you'll be, it'll be easy for you to read Danny. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) And no big words, I hope, right? Nah, but there really aren't. Yeah. yeah, I mean,
2: it's a lot. We have so I kept everything from the whole 10 really? years. Oh, uh, I love that. Yeah, the entire every review, everything we did because I'm kind of the historian of the bunch. In fact, I just wrote a book about my family history, and really? it's called, yeah, it's called, it's seriously, I well, not seriously, but it's called before the invention of smiling and it's
0: available on amazon so i might as well plug that that's yeah, yeah we're gonna link that absolutely the invention of smiling that's being linked in our in in the uh in the description of this podcast right. um well i want to just like i want to know like because you know it, it i do find that a lot of the comedy that was so breakthrough for me was like it was always a little bit outside you know i grew up on the east coast so which was not you know but it was like the comedy that was coming from canada with the sctv guys or um for me even like monty python prior to that and you're from the midwest which was like you know not my uh, it, it, how do you get from that i know you had the kentucky Fr- take me from the kentucky starting of the kentucky fried theater to airplane i'm really curious. it's really what the book is
2: about is how we came from i mean it's really the middle of nowhere although yeah. milwaukee has a a sizable jewish community which was nice <laughs> so it, always an indicator of a big city so but you know so <laughs> it was like we we weren't new york or chicago, or even chicago or certainly not la and uh milwaukee was a place where things came to so we but we watched all these shows and uh a lot of this the serious shows i mean what could we do but make fun of it and uh so that's really how our our comic attitude Kind of got started, and also my dad was actually a big part of it because he wouldn't didn't know how to tell a joke, but he did um, have uh, you know a great sense of humor, and he would say the most hilarious things, but you know totally straight face, just deadpan, and that really I think was the origin of the whole Leslie Nielsen Robert Stack thing.
1: Yeah,
2: is
0: just saying things, and you don't have to be a comedian and And then yeah brilliance of what you did no one winked you even cast people who were not i mean there it's it's funny people younger than myself don't even know that leslie nielsen was a serious actor for the better part of his career prior to you i know you know and i've also we've had people as a guest here at the house and
2: so one guy uh we said how do you take your coffee and he said i take it black like my women (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and so I corrected him. and said, no, it's like my men. And he looked at me, what? He had never seen Airplane. He, A, a guy in his dorm when he was in college right. said this line. And, you know, it's like past the secret. It became yeah. a different line, but it's people don't even know what it's from, you know, or, or <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe also surely you can't be serious. That could be yeah. also. Um,
1: that, that was something like growing up for me. I mean, Danny told this story, but I'm, I'm 43 and like my parents were like 40 years older than me when they had kids. So I my dad just kind of caught my silly sense of humor. And he, he was a, a chemical engineer and he would have to work like overnight shifts and he would wake me up in the middle of the night, not wake my sister up because she wouldn't get it. But he'd go come in here. Now, this is airplane. Yeah, and he said, and this is Leslie Nielsen. He used to be a serious actor. Now, he told me, like, he would love that I was doing this. He's no longer with us. but
2: it needs to be explained to you youngsters, really.
1: Well, it was, like, embedded in me from day one. I mean, and the reason, like, I'm a comedy writer and do stand-up, like, Airplane, anytime somebody, favorite movie all time, it's Airplane. Like, I can watch Uh Airplane to this day, and I'll still catch something new. Like, just... Uh It yeah. wasn't even that, like the mayonnaise jars at the Mayo Clinic. You know, like yeah. oh you're you're, oh, you're following did. the bouncing heart, but you're yeah. missing that there's yeah. jars of mayonnaise. That that
2: they see new things. Yeah, a lot of people have never seen the. You know, when the when the plane crashes through the window of the terminal, right. A lady is running and throws her baby up in the air. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then, and you know, I'll tell you. Even I noticed things that I ha- didn't notice before. Really? <laughs> yeah, because we were doing a an interview uh, for a radio station uh, about a, a week ago, and uh, everybody—Jim and Jerry and Bob Hayes was on it, and and uh, uh, other people. Oh, and Lorna Patterson, who played the one of the stewardesses. Yeah, yes. And yeah. uh, and it, and they they were. Um, they, they were playing the 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 jive scene, which was somebody's favorite scene, the right. jive dudes, and so they're 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 talking, and and then it's it's when um, June Cleaver is <laughs> translating for them. Oh, yeah, speaks
1: jive. And <laughs> the
2: stewardess, is saying, "Tell them that we're going to land in, a, in an hour. Yeah. That they'll everything's going to be okay." And then, but it's struck me <laughs> <but, laughs> The the black dudes aren't even realizing what they can't they can't understand English. So <laughs> you have to say it right in front of them. Tell them this A B and C. Anyways, I never thought of that before.
0: Yeah, it's it was. I mean, it's it, it was all just so. It was just all done so seriously, and I never thought about that part too. <laughs> they don't. They they can't even communicate in regular English. Oh, show oh,
1: yeah. Oh, I have to show that. David, I had this made for my house and I had to take it down to show you that hangs above my desk.
2: Oh, oh wow. That's a Boyd <laughs> I Bridges. had it.
1: I, yeah, I found it like an, on the internet and then had it like blown up to proper pixelation and framed, and I keep that above my desk.
2: Poses in front of the picture of himself. Of him in, the, in the same pose. Yeah.
1: yeah. And I yeah. also have Leslie Nielsen from Naked Gun hanging in yeah. my hallway.
2: But when, when we were growing up, you know, we were we were kind of, we were fans of the Marx Brothers. And, you know, we also liked a little bit of the Three Stooges, but what really made us laugh were serious movies. And, yeah. you know, they, they were so deadly serious that, and there may have been some weed involved. <laughs> but we, we would laugh hysterically at, at uh, all this, at the serious stuff. And so then when one, one night we discovered Zero Hour, this movie, this 1957 movie, starring Dana Andrews. Uh, then we thought it was a that was an epiphany. I think just saying, why don't we remake this movie, but not with comedians, but just like we would redub it, and the maybe the Robert Stack's and Leslie Nielsen's wouldn't know that they're in a comedy yeah. and
0: just do it straight. And that became the whole idea for Airplane. Wow. And were you like when you're going through this process? Because it was unlike any movie. Like you know, look, Mel Mel Brooks was doing like broader parodies of of, of films, and I loved them. Uh, you know, I but the style, the density of yours, like the 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 tat tat, like a joke. You didn't go five seconds without that joke. Um, how, what was what was that like selling that to the studio? I mean, did they get it? Did like. When, when you when you were making it i was curious. Well, every every studio turned it down really except one i mean and what i learned
2: was it only takes one and it was really right. just one guy and his name was uh michael eisner and at the time he was the president of paramount, paramount. yeah and other uh, we pitched it and you know people liked us and some people didn't get the idea and I, maybe they read the script, always a mistake, but they, you know, but it was it was rejected by every studio. And uh, Eisner heard about it. And I think he just heard comedy on an airplane and maybe he thought it was, oh, Animal House on an airplane. Right. But in any case, you know, we were, he, he, he heard about it at a dinner uh, reportedly and he excused himself from the table and it was in a restaurant. And in those days, you know, you got up and called at a payphone. Yep. and he called Jeff Katzenberg, who was his second in command and, and said, uh, I, I want, I want you to tell me on Monday that we own this script. That's what he wow. said. <laughs> wow. So, so we're in, so we get the call over the weekend and, uh, or, or on Monday. And then maybe that Tuesday or something, we were, um, uh, we were in, uh, Eisner's office, wow. and, you know, talking about the script, and they, they didn't officially buy it right away, because they didn't want us to direct it, so there was a, there was a long time where we were uh, doing a rewrite for them, and I'm telling you, this studio, it only improved the script, it's like, it's, it's, it's not the usual story of, the <laughs> ruins it, this was, you know, it was Eisner, Katzenberg, uh, Barry Diller, and they, they signed a guy named, uh, Tom Perry, to go over the script with us. He was the story guy. And then they, then they didn't want us to direct it because uh, we were first-time directors, and then we insisted on three of us directing at once. So that was an automatic no. But we held out, and finally they, they relented, and they assigned to us uh, this old-line Hollywood producer, former director, former head of the uh, Motion Picture Academy, Howard W. Koch, and time. he was going to be the godfather of the production and to be paramount's man on our set turned out he was our man at paramount and it was just another miracle i mean all, only miracles happened all through airplane that you know that it was done at all that it was done the way that we wanted and uh you know i mean we originally had cast pete rose in in the part oh. and it would <laughs> have been uh, a quarter as good pete and Rose so, for the yeah, for the for the Korean. The part. Oh no, for the oh. Korean part. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. for the
1: Korean part. Oh, sorry. Yeah, and
2: but he was uh, he was doing baseball at the time, uh, and uh, and so so we got uh, we got Korean, and so then we were able to add all those great lines.
0: Oh my God, I, I hustled back on that core, the whole thing, and then when he just and the, just a little, the moment where you pull him when he's being pulled out of the cockpit, and That's right. Stopped. and
1: the the goggles
0: oh my god sublime just well well it's because we
2: you know somehow we knew not to point out the jokes to the audience not to cut to them and that makes all the difference and we did discover that that was that was how to do comedy and you know not to you know to let force the audience to meet us halfway and so There's a lot of jokes where it's just there in the frame, like when uh, there's some turbulence and uh, just Bob Hayes is fighting to control the plane, yeah. and we cut back to the passenger cabin, and Leslie Nielsen looks up and says, what the hell's going on up there? And, and then we got what? the stirrups. The, the woman <laughs> is in the stirrups, and he's got a speculum, and it's just like, we don't cut to it. <laughs> That's what's funny about it.
1: That's <laughs> so great. Yeah.
0: That's- the best part of it it's just like it's well that 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 complete absurdity i do remember my this moment with my own kids where i was like i couldn't like they're old enough i'm showing them airplane it's time to educate them and i just gotten a couple things like with my daughters it was like and it was the line where um uh, uh uh Julie I says to um to Robert Hayes, it's like, remember how I used to sit on your face <laughs> and wriggle?" And my my little daughter is sitting next to me, you know, I can give us one more year. And then I remembered it. And there's a moment in the turbulence when the boobies come out and shaking you know, oh. gratuitous bouncing boobies. that was that was my son's favorite part where I
2: showed it to him when he was two. And and he and then and oh, then after that we would just watch softcore porn together. You know, he beautiful. So I, I, sweet. He, he saw it as food, you know. <laughs> yeah, <that's right. laughs>
1: well, my crazy. dad showed that to me when I was like six years old, maybe five or six. So yeah. like I just like I knew it was funny, or whatever, but I I'm divorced now, but when I was married, my stepson I showed him airplane and he was probably like eleven. Yeah. And I was in the other room, and he's watching it, and I knew exactly, I could hear what part it was, and I knew right. it was the titty part. The I knew it. And all of a sudden it was like, oh, rewind. Yeah. Rewind. <laughs> R- I let it go like five times, and I was like, all right, buddy, let's just go ahead and call it on the fifth okay. one. I know no,
0: I know, I I'm just, I want to see how they lit it. Yeah. yeah.
2: And <laughs> in those days, the movie was PG. I mean, you we know, yeah. had we had language, we had uh, some drug humor, uh, you know, all this stuff. We oh. probably would have been R-rated today. Yeah. Um,
1: the I'm old sure. lady doing cocaine. That was one yeah. of my favorite parts.
0: Okay. So I, I, I'm gonna I move, know. there's <laughs> so much I wanna cover with you. I'm gonna hit everything. Yeah. but um, So I want, uh, tell me, a, well, no, I'm gonna go to this first. Your The next movie was Top Secret, which to me is, Pound for Pound, one of the funniest movies ever made. I find that... I the And I'm going to just tell you, a joke I refer to all the time, and it is the smartest fucking joke, is when Val Kilmer is being tortured in that German prison, yeah. passes, passes out, and is in high school, and has missed the test. Yeah. And so he missed the test, and then he wakes up while being whipped and says, thank God. <laughs> while, <being,
2: Yeah. laughs> yeah. while being tortured by the Nazis. He says, thank but, yeah.
0: You. yeah. That is... That is the most sublime fucking joke in the world. And I, I refer to, I, I bring that joke up more than a, a fair share. What was that experience like? Cause I know that wasn't as, I, I know that wasn't as big a hit in the time as Airplane was, but. Uh,
2: well, what was the, I mean, we, we just had a blast. We, uh, you know, we went to uh, uh, England and we shot it in London at Pinewood Studios wow and that that was just fun you know just living for a year in in england and uh, you know we it was it was a, it was great fun and uh, and the cast was wonderful terrific the song and, uh, great. it was disappointing that it didn't perform like airplane but uh, you know we figured out why and it was i mean it was really our own fault because we didn't what um, what happened was that we we took the wrong lessons from airplane and that was that well you fill a a movie with you know 85 minutes of jokes and away we go it's great but airplane had a great story but it wasn't something that we created it was arthur haley who wrote zero hours so we just we uh you know put the jokes in and then in top secret it was our own story and we really didn't give val a character arc and a clear first second and third act so uh, that, and that's what happens. And in movies, we learn that's a you know. My dad said Word. he never never learned a lesson that didn't cost him money. Yeah, <laughs> to me, but, I mean. I, you're, you're, and you're, Val
1: Kilmer was great in that. Oh, too. Oh, he
2: was he, fabulous. Yeah, Val was. I mean, his I, I, I'm
1: surprised he didn't do more comedy after well, He that. did. He,
2: really, he did do some more comedy. He did. He did
1: some, but it wasn't like did, the way had, that Leslie Nielsen kind of. He
0: was always a dramatic actor, and yeah. You know. but, but, but but I, thought I always thought like that because I could I can partially see that i think what the difference was was i mean the the disaster movie or the airplane type movie like airports all those things was a very it was a very clear thing you were parodying in that moment or you know it was a very clear thing right. and and this one was like elvis movie but it was also east german so it was like i think it was, it was like nazis i mean it wasn't it wasn't grounded in reality
2: that's probably another uh, piece of the puzzle
0: that, but that said i i that's I think part of why I'm so drawn to that movie, it's, there, there is such absurdity, but beautiful absurdity in that later. Uh, I know movie. it really had the best jokes we've ever done.
1: I, I think. Yeah. It's and, one of my favorites. <laughs> Doing It Nation, our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source. For all your betting needs and sports. Find goals. all
0: of the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including
1: this year's NBA Finals, the NHL Hockey Conference Finals, Major League Baseball scores, all the latest fighting news, and even next season's early NFL futures.
0: online is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, from live betting
1: to playoffs, <laughs> esports, and and more head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit just use our promo code clns50 clns50 to get the bonus and get into the action
0: bet online hyphen where the game starts exclamation point
1: (laughs) boom motherfucker
0: and then i'm in I think I'm in high school at this point still, but uh, is um police squad comes on TV. Right. Wow. And that. I that was the I, I used to hear people complaining about like a show going off the air and that's ah, just a TV show. It's just a TV. You know, it's like this. When when the six, when there was no more after the sixth episode, me, my friends, everyone I knew who was a company, <laughs> thing, like, what the fuck? Like, how is this? This is the best. <laughs> comedy I've ever seen on television. I in preparation for this just watched them all again for the yeah. fifth time. I actually showed my son. Yeah. Um, because that I, I'll just go. That's like while well, I'm doing your greatest hits, my favorite yeah. joke was when he's break breaks into that place and go, who are you? How did you get in here? And he says, I'm a locksmith. And yeah. <laughs> locksmith. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that's yeah. <laughs> but um <laughs> what what was I did, did I don't know why. Did, how did? It, it, well, it wasn't right for television. Um, you know, television
2: needs a kind of a family. I mean, the greatest television shows, yeah. Uh, you know, from Mary Tyler Moore to Mash and uh, you know Seinfeld, all those great shows had a kind of a family. They were yeah. Uh, yeah. maybe they weren't an official family, but and I think. And it wasn't spoof satire. This was, this was pure spoof. And uh, uh, the other thing is, people watch television differently than they watch movies. And we create uh, movies or TV where you have to absolutely pay attention.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
2: so, and we we watched. We went to some of the police squad shows with some in some family groups and other groups. And we realized people were, you know, they, they, would talk to each other and they would answer the phone and it was a lot of distractions. And so yeah. remember we were going, wait a minute, you missed the next two jokes. Nice. And so they watched things differently on a big screen. In a movie, you can see details. That's true. You can't on a small yeah. screen. So, um, and, and what happened was, you know, we wanted to do um, police squad as a movie. Because it's based on a TV show starring Lee Marvin, which was called M Squad. Uh, If you're not familiar with that, you could check that out on YouTube. It's the same setup. It looks the same. That was our zero hour. But we we, we didn't know how to make it into an entire plot. These were, you know, 27-minute episodes. So that's why. And and Eisner said, I can get you six on the air at
0: ABC. So we said yes. Yeah. Wow, so good, and that boy, what it led to, in you know the uh, <laughs> gun movies, is just. Yeah, and then of course, yeah, it's the first yeah. T- hit TV or did
2: hit yeah. movie franchise based on a failed TV series. So yeah, it would be like yeah, really. Comic-
1: <laughs> I never even thought about
2: that. So we bad. could we could do that because we always loved that, or I always loved Police Squad, to, and I wanted to do it as a movie. And uh,
1: Police Squad
2: I, was. I insisted, and, and, that, and that was about the time when. Uh, Jerry and Jim and I kind of went our separate ways and Jerry did Ghost and I did Naked Gun 1 and Jim did uh, Big Business, I think. And then he went on to do the Hot
0: Shots movies. Right.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, but but, I mean-
1: And and Naked Gun, I mean, I have to say like that, it goes Airplane, Naked Gun for me as far as like favorite comedies. And I'm giving Airplane the nod because it came first. (laughs) But uh Naked Gun, David, I'm here to tell you, I have like one of my best friends that I grew up with, Leslie, if she's listening. Hi. To this day, it doesn't matter how old we were. We would see each other. And whoever saw the person first had to shout nice beaver across oh. a crowded room. And then the <laughs> other person had to say, thanks, just had it stuffed you brought so much entertainment to Bay city, Texas. I'm here to tell you, like at every party Very we proud went. Of that. You up, yes. Yeah. You should, like all of our parents would just go, Oh boy, here we go. These really? kids are going to get together. Look, <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't tell you how much. I'm, and I grew up next to a nuclear power plant. So of course oh, those two, yeah. everywhere yeah. I look, something reminds me of Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then,
2: yeah.
1: couldn't drive past that without saying it. Like, how many times like do people like myself, cause I'm just so thrilled about having you on like repeat lines to you. Like do, do people just do this? You've done it 10 times.
0: I've, I've just got really self-conscious myself. No, yeah, I know I'm trying
1: not to do it, but it's so hard. It
2: happens all the time. and I don't, I don't mind. I, I just like any attention that I can get.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, you That's came sad. to the right podcast. Then, sure. yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Now I saw you, David, um, Perf- you you did a I think it was you and Pat Prof did a, a thing through Flappers comedy. A oh yeah, cool. and I I I do a lot of stand up with. Was Penny that Flappers. the one in
2: uh, Pasadena or no. like, It was Berkeley? it was a,
1: it was a Zoom yeah. one. It was a, a thing. Was it? Zoom
2: one? That's right. Okay. Yeah yeah, and
1: it. I was getting the biggest kick out of just hearing the two of you shoot the shit and talk about the movie. And I know the guy that was like moderating. He shows a picture, an old picture of. The two of you and O.J. Simpson. Oh yeah. On this set, and and the guy, like I, I don't know who it was hosting, and he goes, "Now, what were you, you all talking about?" And you just, without missing a beat, said, "Oh, we were talking about the knife set that I had just given him for Christmas." <laughs> my, my, my
2: collection. I, mean, and they, then- I
1: had to mute myself so hard. I laughed so fucking hard. <laughs> on the ground laughing.
2: I, I get asked that question. And sometimes <laughs> I say about that, there's that picture of us. Yeah. all right.
1: Yeah.
2: Sometimes I say, well, I'm explaining to him why it's bad to kill people.
1: <laughs> Dude, I and loved it. That was right up my alley. I laughed so hard. <laughs> I worked
0: on a show when I first came out here with the actual Nordberg or Nord, um, what's his... He said he knew you guys. Was uh, a guy, was a guy knew oh, you. there was a
2: guy named Greg Norberg.
0: It was Greg Norberg. And I what I mostly remember is he had lost his thumb. Yeah. And had, had his big toe put where the thumb was.
2: Yeah. It makes me cringe even to hear about this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But but I remember hearing that he was what? Greg yeah. Norberg. Yeah. No, he's a, a another buddy of Profts. And, you know, and yeah, Mike McManus, there's a whole Minnesota crowd. and But, you know, the thing about Proft is that, I mean, all the Naked Guns, he was so good at writing all those Leslie Nielsen lines, those great lines, like, uh, like, a, like a midget at a urinal I had to keep on my toes or something <laughs> like that. Those are all, and so when Leslie dies, then... The all the papers printed all his great lines. I mean, as if he made them up himself. Like his
1: Eleanor Roosevelt. They, and he just
0: hit. <laughs> yeah, they were all Pat Prof lines. So, so, yeah. You know, he had that, like, sort of Raymond Chandler, um, like that film noir voiceover. Yeah. Thing. And that's where, well, that's where, you know, we got the
2: idea for Police Squad from M Squad, which was itself a television version of film noir in yeah 59 yeah. which is and film noir went from like 1949 to
0: the mid 50s i think i just i want to always want to get confirmation from one of you guys on this because i so one of, around the just before naked gun movie came out i was uh got my first writing gig which was on the arsene hall show and raquel welsh was the guest a guest on it oh yeah and no, no, I'm sorry. Bo Derek was the guest on it. I apologize, not Raquel Walsh. Bo Derek was the guest, and Arcee was just asking her randomly about like any any movies like you would turn down or things you want don't want to do, and like what's the craziest thing they asked you to do in a movie. And I think she was talking about. Did, did you originally go to Bo Derek before? Priscilla. Um, Priscilla.
1: Priscilla Presley.
0: Yes, we did. We went to Bo Derek on so before the movie. <laughs> and, was out, she was and
2: rejected
0: and before it, the movie came out she's on there saying yeah I mean they you know people say you know they just want it. yeah there was a scene where I was supposed to wear a giant condom and it's I mean I yeah. yeah, and I was oh, just so you know I thought I always thought that
2: John Derrick came in and quashed the whole thing it was actually she didn't
0: she didn't get it okay no, she didn't like I mean because you think about Bo Derek, and the first thing you think of is like great sense of humor super funny no, I'm kidding, but, um, uh, see, <laughs> but like, that doesn't matter to us. We we the the more yeah. humorless, the better. Yeah, right. no, it's true. But you, I don't know. Don't don't they? I mean, they have to play a deadpan. But isn't it helpful if they get the? Did you who, like they got the joke though? I always felt, didn't they, or no?
1: I mean, these are the guys well, who made often, airplane. You would often, think
0: they would often not
2: in the in the script reading. You know, oh. when we we went we went out to Peter Graves for yeah. the the pilot. Yeah. And uh he did more than turn it down. He just threw it in the trash. So, and he said, this is the most disgusting piece of garbage <laughs> I- I've ever read. And so, uh but you have, to, you have to remember that when actors, years later, I figured that when actors read a script, they only read their own part. You're right. right. He read the script and he must have appeared to him that he was going to play a pedophile.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yes.
2: Yeah. So. But anyway, uh, so he tells his agent, uh, flat, no, I ain't doing this. No way. Yeah. And so, uh, and then, uh, but then he got a call from Howard Koch, our godfather producer.
1: Right.
2: And Howard said, to, and Howard knew all these guys, knew Stack, Bridges, yeah. and everybody. And, uh, and he said, listen, Peter, I think you ought to at least meet the boys. That's what they call this. Ooh. and uh come in come in and meet and i think that also his his wife and his daughter got it and they said dad this is there is something this is okay you should you should at least go in and meet so he comes in and meets and so i uh, you know it it was it's always a surprise that you know we're not these drug crazed weirdos yeah <laughs> you know we i think we appeared to be you know, these nice boys from Milwaukee. So and, and with Howard saying, Listen, Peter, I'm it's this is okay, then he signed on. And as as they say, you know, he's in for a penny, in for a pound, and he, he was a he was a trooper on set, did all the stuff, and we had to really direct it because that was the most sensitive scene. I mean, you couldn't yeah. just say, Joey, uh, you know, uh, you ever seen grown the Man they I mean, you can't even see- <laughs> If you watch the movie, he's going, Joey. Uh, have you ever seen a grown man? You know, and he's yeah. putting,
0: and we, you know, we directed him to do every yeah. single action. Well, the uh, genius of that also because I'll just <laughs> go back to that scene in it too is, you don't start out. He, it's it's the timing of it because first he says, "Have you ever been in the cockpit before?" No. Have you ever seen a grown man naked? He like repeats that cadence, so it's like yeah. in a list. Oh, it's yeah. like. It was He's trying to crazy. sneak it through, I think,
2: yeah. and and it just it really it really worked.
1: And and Joey, the the actor who played Joey, was yeah. just so blissfully happy to be in a cockpit with his. Yeah, we cast him here.
2: the most white bread kid. <laughs> <you know>. he <laughs> just, no sir, <laughs>
1: I've never been in a plane before. Yeah, like yeah, just right. so, like. <laughs>
2: out of any number of those movies or TV shows of the fifties, and they were all named Joey. Yeah,
1: that was yeah. so. <laughs> so great Mike I have to ask where where did because one of my favorite characters was Johnny where did y'all find Johnny and I know that Johnny's no longer with us but that character just I I I mean
0: him either yeah that's also
2: because uh Steve Stucker was in our show Kentucky Fried Theater which we did on for five years and uh our piano player that we thought was great from Milwaukee didn't come out with us and so, uh, and when we w- some friends in L.A. suggested that we we get Stucker, and we had him in for an audition, and he played the piano, and he was he was great. Although, you know, as these very very straight Midwestern boys that we were, you know, we didn't know from gay, and we didn't know what to do with this guy. I mean, in fact, you know, sometimes we tried to, you know, actually physically put his feet together so he wouldn't be in always in a ballet pose (laughs) and it was like and so but we quickly realized that he was he was turned out to be the star of the show and when when uh, when he was on stage they weren't looking at us I could have you know we could have done anything and and he he was the star of the show and he was and so that show ran for five years in LA and then uh, when it came time to do Kentucky Fried movie, we we put him in that. He was in the courtroom scene in that and then in Airplane. Well, you know, we never wrote for him. We always, uh, what we did was for Airplane, like we had that press conference scene where the reporters
1: yeah. are asking
2: questions <laughs> yeah, and we, we called Steve on the telephone and read him the straight lines, the
0: questions, and he came back. All those answers are his. I was going to ask that. So when he's like, really? What, yeah. It was wow. a brooch or a pterodactyl did that come from him
2: that was from the show yeah yeah that was from a uh wow. a, a, a kind of a a bar scene that we a bar sketch that we did at Kentucky Five Theater said Johnny what can you make that what can you make out of this and he said you're making broach or a brooch <laughs> and it worked every time and it works in the movie and also also from the our state show was uh uh, passengers certain to die. Airline negligence. And they the, There's the, sale the newspaper. Of <laughs> There's a sale at pennies.
1: <laughs> that I also loved it, uh, towards the end when he is trying to comfort the wife. Yeah. And he looks at her dress. He's like, "Where did you get the dress?" Yeah, the, and the shoes. She. <laughs> and she's just already sobbing, and yeah, he just. She's makes already feel,
2: yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: just makes her feel more like shit. I was like, oh.
2: And uh, that was also his, I think that was oh. I mean, yeah yeah he we probably read him this this scene over the phone again he came and
1: then up so and he came up with the plane looked like a big tylenol
2: yeah absolutely it was all wow. no we <laughs> couldn't not,
1: in our wildest imaginations we couldn't think of that stuff i i, I was, well that's that's shocking because in your wildest imaginations you came up with airplanes i know
2: it's true <laughs> and we're, we're we're amazingly talented i mean yeah. you are. <laughs> I mean, you realize this. I don't know if we've not I said mean, that. But yeah. I'm like, yeah, like, yeah, I think every five minutes you
0: need to kind of re well, say I have your rider right here. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. also, I, have, I have
1: framed pictures of your work in my home. So.
0: That's really sick.
1: Thank you. Yes. Yeah, you thank you. Yes. Um, so let's see. So after so Naked Gun, you did two and a half, 33 and a third. And then how did you uh, get into the scary movie? Oh. Was at the no, Wayans Brothers? Uh,
2: I had done Basketball, which flopped. It became a cult hit. Oh, it's, oh my yeah. great oh, cult hits it. Oh, f- I still a love flop. It. My fault flops became, yeah. Yeah. And uh, so, and when you do a flop, then you're in director's jail. It's yeah. like 14 <laughs> months or something. And so, <laughs> and I, I got uh, my partner, Jill Netter at the time, uh, got a hold of a script. In our office, and uh, it was for an Ashton Kutcher movie, and I did I did that, and that was almost unreleasable. <laughs> <laughs> and then, but uh, but but then Bob Weinstein was the one who he was the, the studio head, and so he said uh, in his own way, Zucker, you're a better director than your material. So he he liked me, so that was good. So then, when uh, it came time to do Scary Movie three. Uh, i guess he couldn't come to a deal with uh, the Wayans. Oh, so okay. he called me and he said uh, how would you like to do scary movie three and i said uh, sure what where's the script and uh, he uh, he said well uh, uh, there is no script but it's a it's a uh it's a, a spoof on signs in the ring oh, and okay. i pretended that i had seen or it's even heard it. of those movies because i don't <laughs> I don't go to see movies, <laughs> so, so I said, sure, and so, so I, I recruited uh, Pat Proft and Craig oh, really? Mason. Craig Mason uh, a, oh, I love a Craig, yeah. the time. he's a
1: buddy of mine. Oh, really, yeah, he's yeah.
2: wonderful, and so we did uh, Scary Movie 3, which is an entire book movie in itself. Yeah. How we, you know, we call that one Apollo 13 because <laughs> we were uh, around the moon, and then we couldn't. It kind of blew up. We couldn't get back because we, <laughs> who I love. I mean, Bob's a great guy, but he ordered all these rewrites. He ordered us. He stopped shooting for two weeks. Wow. We had to fly back from Vancouver, and see the the Matrix Two. And he <laughs> said, "Now for the second act, you're going to make it Matrix 2. And so it made no sense, but we did it, and we, you know, we rewrote for two weeks. Shot for a week with Queen Latifah and Eddie Griffin, and none of it worked. It wasn't their fault, but uh, it was it was a disaster. And so then we and we reshot for two weeks. And you know, Craig Mazin did a brilliant job, and Pat Proft helped, of course. Uh, you know, cop together from spare parts yeah. the script, and we reshot for two weeks with Kevin Hart because that was his <laughs> Kevin Hart's, I think, his first movie really yeah wow. we discovered him he came in to help out on a table read and we thought man hey, this guy's funny you know uh, and uh I Anthony with Anderson and we put those guys together and again Mason wrote their dialogue and uh, and that really worked so and then and and that became really uh,
0: a wonderful movie it was it was really good
1: yeah fantastic
0: it's a, it's just and so it got me out of jail i mean that was nice <laughs> yeah that's what you need you just need that one thing you're 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 that's out you need one in. Thing, yeah you're 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 out and then you're back in i mean um god there's so much I, there's so much i want to go over. like i got working with like i got to work with um leslie nielsen on a sitcom evening shady came in to do and um, working with burt reynolds but like i still have the little fart machine here. oh yeah
1: with His handheld yes. fart machine. Yeah, he would do
2: that. He'd do that on the set and on press tours. We were on an elevator in Charlotte once on a press <laughs> tour, and people coming up to him saying, "Oh, Mr. Nielsen, I, you know, I'm a big fan." And then he'd say, "Thank you very much." I'm, and, uh, and, then, <laughs> and then, then people would be like shocked and try to you know, try to get off the elevator. <laughs>
1: so, I saw him do it on many a late night talk show. Yeah, running things. He had just no with it in his hand and just yeah. would casually. What was the,
0: because clearly Leslie was always funny. Like well, you know. he was, he's a closet
2: comedian, but he was cast in all these serious straight roles. I mean, yeah. nobody quite.
0: Talking he, he being out of jail, did he feel like he was getting out of jail with you guys?
2: Ah, uh, yes, he actually did. I mean, he felt a tremendous, uh, you know, release from you know having to labor in the salt mines for twenty years, and uh, but that you know he was good at that. You know, he's a, a very very talented dramatic actor and you know he got to a certain level and he was in i think he was up to you know he did a couple of features and uh but i don't think he really he was much more suited for episodic tv of which he did hundreds of and that's how he made a living
1: and also george kennedy i mean he
2: Uh, george kennedy he was our first choice
1: but watching the, these two guys in Naked yeah. Gun, I mean, that's not oh, yeah. who you yeah. would think would be hitting with these. Right. right? Well, we, as I say, you know, it's we
2: fantastic. wanted George Kennedy to play the Lloyd Bridges role, actually, in because oh. he was a bigger star. Oh. But Universal said absolutely not. Um, and then we cast, uh, we 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 uh, tried out like three other actors before Leslie for the doctor part. It was the last role wow. we cast and. Leslie, I mean, one of them was Jack Webb. And there were other, there were other guys, from Zimbalist, the other actors who were more well known at the time, and uh, and then we thought, well, there was this guy who was the captain of the Poseidon Adventure, and uh, and you know, mainly known for going, oh my God, when the wave
1: comes, yeah,
2: and uh, and we, I don't think we knew his name. We said that guy who was in the Poseidon Adventure, and in uh, Swamp Fox, you know, a Disney television series. And so we, we thought this guy would be perfect. He's so humorless. And there was not <laughs> one speck of humor in anything he's done. So we went to our casting director at Paramount, who was by that time about to tear his hair out because he was his name was going to go on a comedy. And so far, <laughs> he had Robert Stack, Lloyd Bridges, and, Pete <laughs> Bridges. and he said, Oh my God, Leslie Nielsen. Leslie Nielsen is the guy you cast the night before. And we were already like three weeks away from (laughs) shooting. And so we said, no, no, we want Leslie We want this guy. He's gonna be great. He came in, he read the script. He said to his agent, don't tell them this, but I paid them to do this movie.
0: He was totally, he totally got it. Wow. Well, it's, I I will just say going back, I'm sorry, but it's one of the great character introductions in all of cinema, is like, is there a doctor on the plane? And somebody goes, <laughs> Miss, I think, I think this gentleman's a doctor, and he's just sitting there with a stethoscope yeah. in his ears. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, and I should point out, you know, if it's Chevy Chase or
2: Bill Murray, they're clown. He's
1: clown. Yeah, yeah.
2: but if it's Leslie Nielsen, it's the, there's nowhere you can go but that's a, that's a great joke. So, uh, and I'm not to take anything away from all these great comedians, no, but, okay. uh, but a lot of those jokes and they're stupid, they're dumb jokes. Like I am serious and don't call me Shirley. This is a stupid pun, but it yeah. works because you have these really, uh, you know, gravitas actors doing, yeah. it, and they're not comedians.
0: Yeah. And it really, I don't know. It's uh, um, I just, you know, I want to thank you so much just for your work. <laughs> really, you know, I've had like uh, I, 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 I can't tell you how much time I've spent in in comedy rooms with my with writers and my dear friends. How
1: many times Danny and I have just sat and watched,
0: and just sat and watched, <laughs> and I mean, it has been. I mean, it's been hours, days, months of joy, and I mean, and for me, just personally, like when I first saw a Kentucky Fried Movie, somebody showed it to me when I was in a summer camp, and and like your names came up, and my name is just one letter off from you. It's like Mom Z. That's right,
2: you're so close.
0: But yeah, so, <laughs> so close, and it's like, God damn it, why do they leave that off at Ellis Island? But do you pronounce your name Zucker? I do, because otherwise, I would otherwise would do it. My half my family pronounces it Zucker also, but mm. I found like whenever I was. I started doing stand-up when I was younger, and I would do it. If I didn't say Zucker, they'd spell it your way. And they still mostly spell it. Right. Because, because the natural, when people see my name, they say Zucker. So, Zucker. Yeah. I mean,
2: forever, for all right. my life. Yeah. And so that's why my, I want to do a third book, which is just about my life and all my crazy stuff. Yeah. And, and the title is going to be It's Pronounced Zucker, Not Zucker.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I want I, the same, but yeah. <laughs> I was going to call my production company Zucker No C. So I was like, "We're on the same page." Yeah, Zucker No C. Yes. But uh, um, yeah, and for years, I, I, I got, I, I, had gotten to hear, like, I when I worked with your brother Jerry, he said the nicest thing to me, which was that, because um, I told him, I said, from the moment I came to town, everybody asked if I was like related to you because I'm been comedy and well, that's my last name. And I said no, and 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 Jerry said, "I just want to tell you, I was at." He say mentioned an event. He's like, "I was at an event, and somebody asked me if I was related to you." And I was like, "Oh my god!" And I was like, "I don't <laughs> know, nice." And, I, and so, don't disabuse me of this because uh, I, I done it for years. Because but, uh, of course he was lying. You
1: know? yeah, of yeah, course, I, <laughs> I don't want to pop the. Yeah. That's just manners. That's yeah. just Midwest. Oh, he's manners. so polite, my yeah. brother. <laughs> Wonderful guy. Yeah. yeah well. Uh, This has been such a treat, and also I have to just sidebar that the automatic pilot has forever been a longstanding thing in my family, Uh. the blow-up automatic. We were a family that grew up on the water. We had a sailboat, and every time the automatic pilot, I'm like, Dad, this is so disappointing that this blow-up guy isn't going to be the automatic pilot. (laughs) (laughs) Auto. Auto the automatic pilot.
2: And that automatic pilot is still, I think, in Jerry's garage somewhere.
1: That should be in the Smithsonian. That it is a
2: shame. Yeah, You really yeah, instead of it's like flaking the paint. But you know what? It it the he
1: probably floats the on pool. it in his pool.
2: <laughs> it, it's yeah, It's actually Mrs. Pilot because they repainted uh, one of the. There were two uh, regular pilots. One that was mechanically this or you know yeah. had the spinning head, and and and, and they repainted one to be Mrs. Pilot, and I can't believe that the other one they, they both weren't saved, but. You know, nobody knew that that this would become kind of uh like the, you like know, worthy of anything. Yeah, yeah well, it's- I
1: can't believe those aren't just sold by the just barrel at, you know, in Palm Springs at pool parties, just auto, the automatic pilot.
2: That's right. Or at, uh, you know, porn stores or something. You know. Well, that too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh.
0: You know, I, I, we'll do it quickly because I don't want to, I'm just curious, we, at the end of our, our, every podcast, we sort of ask, like, uh, what's the stuff you've been watching? Like, certainly whether it's during the pandemic, what, what's a, any a show you've been streaming, comedy you like, um, drama, you know, whatever? I watch, you know,
2: mostly serious stuff. I mean, I've been watching The Crown, and, you know, the serious stuff I watched before that was like Mad Men and The Sopranos, uh, Entourage, I love those shows. And but comedy, you know, there's no comedy in, in movies anymore. No, it's terrible. It's terrible. No. There's nothing. Yeah. But when there was, I remember seeing a movie called uh, Bad Grandpa, which I thought was genuinely funny. Yeah. And Bridesmaids, I thought was great. I remember yeah. laughing at those. And as far as what makes me laugh today, it's really one thing it's on, it's on true TV. And it's called uh, *Impractical Jokers*. I love that. <laughs> I that
1: is that. the
2: funniest thing. It
0: okay. uh, you can see clips of it on YouTube. Yeah, they are so funny. It's unbelievable. Yeah. I, well, I then if you mentioned *Bad Grandpa* and *Impractical Jokers*. All oh, that'll lead me. I don't know if I've ever recommended this on the show, but it's with it's Eric Andre did a movie just like this on Netflix called *Yeah, I just love um, that. called Bad Trip*. And it was it was that same kind of thing that they did on *Bad Grandpa*, where it was like um uh, um. Where people are not aware they're in America, yeah, some hidden camera stuff, yeah. and it's to me, it's the best one I've seen of all of them. It's so good, Eric Andre on uh, on Netflix, and um, yeah. Tiffany Haddish is in it, and Lil Rel, and it is, um, it's just great. It, it's just, uh, I really, I really recommend that. So that'll be my okay. recommendation.
1: Uh, my recommendation. I'm just going to go because I just, in anticipation of you being on here, I. Of course, watched Airplane, Naked Gun. I just was watching all your hits again. I want to just recommend those. Like you can watch them on Stars on Netflix. Like any of any of the people who have heard the "I take my coffee black" and don't, aren't getting it right.
2: Yes.
1: watch Airplane. It's Damn. on Stars. Watch Naked Gun. You can watch it on Netflix. But I and, highly and, recommend and, and finding like where where can you find like files from the police squad? The but,
0: police squad. It's How not
1: or Police Squad. I saw it on-
0: I found it on YouTube.
1: That's what I found it on too. I know.
0: I'm reluctant to say, because they, they, but, but I, it's out there. It's worth watching.
1: Yeah, let's just add all those links or if, David, is there a better link that people could watch Police Squad that you know of? Uh, you
0: know,
2: I, I don't know. I'm not aware of anything. Oh. <laughs> not aware of very much. Just,
0: <laughs> yeah. You heard it for you heard <laughs> <laughs> um god what a pleasure um yeah. i can't thank you enough this has been like a a, a real highlight Yes,
1: yeah, this has truly been thank good you so, thank like, you from the bottom of my heart you. i really appreciate it like, thank you for thing.
0: the good
2: questions mm-hmm. and uh, it's been a pleasure thank you thank You've
1: you so played. much thank you